Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. EA had a hell of a week canceling shit and moving people around. Sony, stay to play. Nintendo, Pokemon, and like something like 19 other stories that Matt wrote, so... We're going to have to move. Moving time. I like to move it. Move it? I like to move it. Move it. I like to move it. Thank you for the uh, musical introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> I, can also, is... I can also do an Eeyore introduction if you want. That's, that's, my, that's my job. No, you got to get, get real deep and depressing. This is the Gamers 2 Podcast. <laughs> this is the Gamers 2 Podcast. I almost had like a southern tinge. There was a little bit, bit of southern in yeah. there. I don't know why. I don't know where that came from. Y'all uh, ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary from the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. What? Such as, such as, I don't, I don't know what else. Baseball, baseball. That was what I was thinking in the middle of the week. I was like, you know, we should rebrand and just be video games and baseball. Video games and baseball. Yeah, we can do that. I'll create another show. Baseball slippery, two, slippery slope. Baseball two. Balls to the wall. Balls deep. Balls deep. A baseball podcast. Someone's got that. Someone oh, 100%, 100%. Somebody, but if, there's no way somebody doesn't have that. Some uh, research department, can you get on that? Can you tell me if somebody has balls deep a baseball podcast? <laughs> I need that full sentence balls deep colon a baseball podcast. If they don't, you guys will see a new episode next week where we take experienced Nate and rookie Matt and work through baseball things for the entire season of 2021. It, it'd be a rough podcast just because there's, of like the. The analytics and stats alone. 30-minute timer, and we blitz. I come up with things for you, like questions. We do a little bit of, like, each team review for where do you think you, like, and then you have questions for me. What do these stats mean? What are, you know, who is a best player in these positions? Yada, yada, yada. It'd be rough. The rookie and the vet, we can name it that. We need like a buddy cop name. Ooh. Um. Hmm. I can't. I, I got nothing. Because I'm trying to think of other buddy cop names anyway. It's, all I can think of is lethal weapon. 
<laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Lethal Weapon isn't a isn't even buddy cop name because it's Murdoch and yeah. Oh well, I guess you know we got long podcasts ahead of us if we keep this up. Yes, which is what we're trying to avoid. That's true. Which Tangents. means this will be three hours. Yeah. Last week was two. What if we just add another one? But we didn't. You know what we did? You stopped us before we hit 20 minutes about socks. We were about three minutes in baseball, 20 minutes to socks. That ratio seems wrong. We should flip it. 60 minutes to baseball. Here we go. <laughs> in case you don't like baseball, I got some new releases for you. Those new releases include Dry Drowning for the Switch. Isn't Dry Drowning... Is that a real term? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Is that where you like you choke suffo- on your own? Yeah, you essentially suffocate, but on like not liquid, like sand. Yeah, probably sand or um. See, certain, I was thinking certain, like air poison. I was thinking like, you fiberglass. like you like drown from like your from liquids from your own body, either like oh okay yeah maybe that's it. either like saliva or like fluid in your lungs. Someone will tell us what we're wrong about, but I'm pretty sure dry drowning is a term. Like hey, that person dry drowned. I guess I could just Google it. How dare you? Number two, heavy metal machines for the PS4 and Xbox One. Why is it when I sit down up here I start having hiccups? Been fine all downstairs. Moment I have to talk. Number three, Persona 5 Strikers for the PC, PS4, and Switch. Number four, Rogue Heroes Ruins of Tassos for the PC and Switch. Number five, Two Point Hospital, a Stitch in Time DLC for the PC. Number six, Fights in Tight Spaces for the PC. Remember Fights in Tight Spaces? Yeah. Fun game. Number seven, Minecraft Dungeons Flames of the Nether DLC for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Number eight, Black Ops Cold War Season 2 for everything that it was already on. And if you love really loud and annoying cutscenes, Black Ops Cold War Season 2. Number nine, Castle Kong for the Switch. Number ten, Code Realize Wintertide Miracles for the Switch. Number eleven, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection for the Switch. Number twelve, Hellpoint for the Switch. Number 13, Room to Grow for the PC. Number 14, Bravely Default 2 for the Switch, number 15, Hot Brass for the PC, and number 16, Katana Kata for the PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Okay, so what I was talking about with fluid in the lungs is secondary drowning. Oh, okay. So there's primary drowning and secondary drowning. (laughs) Basically. Because if you have secondary drowning, that, that implies the existence of primary drowning. Dry drowning is when you drown. It's like delayed drowning. Oh, interesting. So you have water in your lungs. You've inhaled water, but it doesn't really affect you until up to 24 hours later. Ah, it's the old sneaky drowning. Actually, sets in. dry drowning sets in less than an hour after inhaling water. So there's a, a an hour delay or so, which is weird to me and even more frightening than regular drowning. Oh, yeah. Because you could inhale the water and then be like, oh, I'm fine. Cough up some water. Be like, no, no, I'm fine. I got it. And then 30 minutes later, you, you're you drown. Yeah, yeah. And you, then you, But now you know. You're like, help, help. I'm dry drowning. Exactly. Specifically. <laughs> there you go. You learn something new every day. 
at least I'm not entirely crazy that it was definitely a thing. Because that part part of me was worrying. I like I like how we were <laughs> not close. <laughs> Neither of us were right, but we we knew we had like a separate piece to a different puzzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was a hundred percent holding. Like, yeah. I always just picture that. Like, you you show up at somebody that's house that's clearly doing a puzzle, and you're kind of just looking at it, and you're like, oh. That's wait. What you pull out a piece from your pocket and you look down at the puzzle and you realize, not even fucking close. <laughs> then then, but now you've now you've now figured out the puzzle of the hotel you were in four weekends ago because you had the piece in your pocket earlier that day from some weird kleptomaniac move through the lobby. There it is. That's a story I told. That has no relevancy to what you said. That's half this podcast, really. Is us just. <laughs> vomiting like word half, diarrhea i like the idea that half this podcast is me just rambling into sheer nothingness and you just going any fucking time dude just wrap it up <laughs> how are you feeling odds or evens uh let me let me check odds kind of get the shaft so it's up to you is it does it get the shaft i didn't it get it it has the three biggest stories by amount of lines underneath them. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, I mean... I'll do it. It seems that way, but I think it kind of starts to balance out towards the end. All right, odds it is. Here we go. Number one. Of, like, 17 for Sony. A baker's dozen. We can't do that here. We're better than that. 22, all right? Don't sell me short here. It's actually 22, not 17. I meant oh, just, said just I, Sony. I judge Sony. Okay, 17 might be accurate. Number one, Sony is closing one of its oldest studios. Multiple sources have told someone <laughs> that the vast majority of development staff at Japan Studio are being let go. Sony announced that Japan Studio will be re-centered around Team Asabi, the development unit behind Astro's Playroom. Localization, IP management, and external production will also be concentrated within the global functions wing of PlayStation Studios. Sources tell VGC that Japan Studio has just not been profitable enough, and there were disagreements over the direction of the studio. Japan Studio wanted to create games for the Japanese market first with global appeal, while PlayStation reportedly wanted Japan Studio to work on global hits, similar to its North American and European first-party teams. Japan Studio's resume included a, includes a massive list of games stretching all the way back to 1994. Recently, they've been probably best known for Knack and Knack 2. <laughs> but they've also helped develop Demon's Souls, Shadow of the Colossus, and Bloodborne. Uh, the list is Rip Knack 3, first off. Yeah, yeah. Clearly dead. Waiting for that donkey video. Uh, I hope we get it. Um, They've made a boatload of games. Like a boatload. And they were um like an assisting developer on a ton of games as well. I mean, that just a few that I listed is a hell of a list. Oh, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. which is also, it kind of sets the tone for a lot of the news that we're going to talk about. Everyone seems to be 
reevaluating and changing course. Yeah. So. Money. Weird how that works. Exactly. Money, money coming up against the end of a quarter. Weird how that works. Yep. With influence from pandemic. Weird how that works. <laughs> Numero two or dos. If you want Hell of a Spanish speaker. That's <laughs> my primary Donde esta la biblioteca? Uh, Welcome to the baseball podcast. <laughs> Sony confirmed it is working on a completely new virtual reality headset for the PlayStation 5. In a post in the PlayStation blog, PlayStation SVP of Platform Planning and Management, Hideki Nishino, said the new headset will improve on the PS4's PSVR headset in, quote, everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input, end quote. The PS5 headset will feature a new controller using some of the technology in the PS5's DualSense controllers, as well as a simpler single-cord setup for users. More importantly... It ain't coming out this year. I really didn't expect Hideki to say uh, ain't, but, you know. Yeah, that wasn't a direct quote. What that they? was a direct quote from myself. I like that. It, I like the idea that you're just like, no, nah, that's a direct quote. That's how crazy they got at the end of that. He's just like, it ain't fucking coming out this year. <laughs> yeah. I love that they're going to a single cord setup. Yep. Um, I wish I would prefer a wireless setup, but single cord for the consumer base they're going for is a good move. Yeah, single cord. Wireless is so expensive. But ideal. Yeah. Um, weird that they like did a blog post about it that tells you a bunch of general things, which are all things that you would hope would be true anyways. Yeah. Tell, it shows you nothing. It's the equivalent of, yeah, this will exist. Yeah. You're exactly. welcome. I wrote the blog post. It took me two sentences. <laughs> But that's just typical of certain... They could have tweeted that, honestly. They don't even need the blog post. Yeah. I think what's interesting PSVR is... PSVR um, 2 exists, period. Winky face, sweet gif attached. It'll be interesting. I hope they do carry over a lot of the design aspects of the original PlayStation VR. Um, there's a couple things about it that are actually better than a lot of headsets that are coming out now. The um the design of the lenses and the type of lenses they use are a little bit better. Um, they're older, but the shape of them themselves are pretty good. And the uh, head mechanism, what the fuck do you want to call that? The head strap thing, I think, is pretty comfortable compared to like. Is it you talking about the overstrap or the behind the strap? The whole the whole thing. the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To be seen when version two gets more details. Two years. Minimum? Or you wanna just you wanna lock that in? That's twenty three. Fall of yeah, I'm gonna say fall of so not this year. Fall of twenty two. Fall of twenty two. Yeah. Alright, I'll take spring of twenty three then because it gets pushed a hundred percent. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent gets pushed. That's not a that's not a holiday drop for them. That's that weird like February drop or like mid January drop for them. 
because you're gonna I'm gonna expect after these other details that we're gonna talk about from the state of play, they're not gonna be pushing VR because they're gonna have to be pushing their IPs. But that's fair. That's a that's fair a strategy. Because I think the pandemic, as as we'll talk about in two things, well, is going to a... delay multiple things into Okay, so you think it's going to be a ripple effect? It, it's a ripple effect, yeah. Like, it, there might not actually be a problem with getting the VR headset out at that point, but they might go, for reasons that make marketing sense, we need to move it a little bit. Or it's a December release, but I don't see that. That's kind of weird for them to do a VR thing in December. No, I kind of, I mean, Sony I, would I like, be... I like a holiday window because it makes sense, but... Yeah, I guess it comes down to how much of the focus they want on it. If they if they have a game with it and they, they're bundling and pushing a big first party game, hundred percent you're correct, it'll be in the fall. But if they're just giving you a unit and making you rely on your library already, no chance. That would be ballsy. And yeah. Not good idea. Anyways. Number three, Sony president and CEO Jim Ryan told the British GQ. Oh, that's who would do the 100 people list. GQ. GQ would do that. How did we not think of that? GQ, that Sony. Entirely <laughs> 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 reference to no one that has any idea what we're talking about. Uh, all right. So Sony president and CEO Jim Ryan told British GQ that Sony is planning to bring more of its PlayStation games to PC, starting with Days Gone. Developer Ben Studio also confirmed the news via Twitter, adding, quote, stay tuned for more details, end quote. Not surprising. No. It's, we started with Horizon. I, I guess technically we started with Death Stranding, then Horizon. Now Days Gone. Days Gone was the next candidate for me for what was going to go, so. Yeah, I'm interested in that. I, I think I might I would thought it. I would have thought Days Gone would have gone before Horizon, honestly. Yeah. Just because it was a quieter launch. I don't know. Like, do they take it all the way? Do they put like God of War on PC? Do they put like Uncharted on PC? Not day and date. Yeah. Yeah. Not date. Nothing day and date. I think if they did day and date, that would be like just. Yeah. That's a sound. Don't worry about what I did. The (laughs) then then it gets weird, though, because then it's like, why have a PlayStation? Yes. Oh, no, 100%. You go, why? Yeah. And it comes down to, you know, people like liking certain things with the controllers or yada, yada. But, uh, yeah, we we do reach I, that point where I my whole argument is you don't need an Xbox if you have a gaming PC. But now I could potentially say, well, you don't need either if you have a gaming PC. I find it like I... I you just need a Switch. I can't imagine them actually bringing those, those big, big IPs to... PC because I feel like that's the only reason I can see them potentially well yes I agree not the big big ones um, but I was trying to think of like still reasons why you'd buy the the console but I think that's only because of what they would be leveraging with like the controllers and stuff like that where the Xbox controller is kind of whatever and it works with your PC anyway but the PlayStation mm-hmm. 1 with all of its adaptive yada yadas from when we played with Astro's Playroom it's like Looking that to a PC doesn't really give you the same feel that it does currently. Not to say that it couldn't at some point. What that's that's I could see that being like the next frontier for PC gaming. 
haptic feedbacks and like mice and keyboards. Dude, haptic feedback in a keyboard would be baller. I'd yeah. be so about that. It would cost seven thousand dollars, but the thoughts keyboards in- already yeah. can already cost r slash mechanical keyboards for anybody that thinks they're cheap. Um, a mix of that or yeah, haptic mice. Whew. Imagine haptic mice in shooting games. Yeah, that's what I think. Haptic mice would. There's a that that could be like a good market. Hundred percent. Haptic mice for uh, first-person shooters, and depending on you know, pending or depending on the developers like having that acknowledgement of it. Mm-hmm. So you're having to shoot a gun, and your controller or your mouse is actually like vibrating against you. Baller. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, where are we? Uh, number four. Sony is encouraging PS4 and PS5 owners to stay at home during the pandemic by bringing back its Play at Home initiative, uh, allowing PlayStation owners to redeem free games starting in March and concluding in June. Uh, Starting March 1st at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern until March 31st at the same times. Both PS4 and PS5 owners will have the chance to redeem 2016's Ratchet and Clank at no cost. I already have it, but solid game. Yeah, it's nice. And it's a solid precursor into the new Ratchet and Clank. I wonder why they did it. Why did they choose Ratchet and Clank, huh, Matt? Big brain move. Oh. You could could only see the writing on the wall in giant 172-point font. (laughs) Number five. Sony held a State of Play event on Thursday, so let's recap it. Did you watch it by chance? No, I did not. Okay, You didn't miss much. I was getting the recap, like, tweets and stuff, and I was kind of like, eh, yeah. I wasn't going into it expecting anything massive. It wasn't a time for that type of state of play, and it was was mostly what I expected. I, I say I wasn't expecting much because... What we are about to say isn't much, but let's begin. Arcane Studios gave us a very James Bond-style look at Deathloop, which is set to arrive on PS5 and PC on May 21st, 2021. Max is now claiming Matt as his own. He's uh, setting me up for my James Bond scene. Ooh, yes. Hello, Mr. Bond. Jesus. Clearly does not like Apple products. Just tried to headbutt my iPad on the floor. Good, <laughs> good boy. Cat, good boy. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We hate the Apple. We hate it. Uh, five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach is a thing. Isn't that just... Is that the title? The working title of officially that Five that's, Nights one? Yeah, that's the new one. Uh, we got a look at Solar Ash, which is a third-person action platformer that features a massive scale and a focus on fluidity and or fluidity in movement. It was interesting. I don't know if you saw that one. Nope. I don't know. They were all just kind of like, yeah, very indie. Yeah, yeah. There's a kung fu game coming out called Siffy. Quote, each time the player character dies, they're revived, slightly older, and more skilled. End quote. 
I think I might have. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Typoed that. I think it might be Sifu. Yes. That definitely wasn't Sifi. So that's my bad. All right. Knockout City was recently announced at the latest Nintendo Direct, and it got a new look at this state of play. Knockout City will be released on PS4 on May 21st for $19.99. Fun that's fact. the second um, thing on May 21st. We got two things on May 21st right now. Uh, that's made by an upstate New York uh, studio. Are they in Albany? Bingo. Is it the old Destiny studio? It used to be Probably. Of, it used to be part of Bungie. Probably, yeah. Just just spitballing here in my small upstate New York. There's so uh, many. It's hard, you know, you gotta, it's hard to keep track of them all. I don't know if I can ever figure it out. <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time is being released on PS5 on March 12th, 2021. It will feature faster loading times, save transfers, 3D audio support, adaptive triggers, and other dual sense features. And the game will run at 4K 60 frames per second. Cool. Oddworld Soulstorm will be released on PS4 and PS5 on April 6th, 2021. The PS5 version will be one of the PlayStation Plus games for April 2021. That's pretty cool. Good good on them for doing the the free. PlayStation 5 so far has had a solid start of free games. Yeah. Kind of makes sense cuz like the there's cl- clearly a ceiling for like how many people can get them. So, yes. Yeah, you know. And I still haven't heard anybody clamoring for a new Odd World, so it does. Like I pump, am intrigued pump by those it. Those numbers up. I'm definitely intrigued by it, but I have no attachment to it. I so. have no attachment to Odd World at all. And when when we've seen the trailers, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. I don't I don't get it. Uh, Returnal, which was recently delayed till April 30th, 2021, got a deep dive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. It's 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 like a movement shooter. You got to like sprint and dodge and zip around. Dip. Duck. What? Dip. Duck. Dive. Dodge. Dodge. Kenna Bridge of Spirits will be released on PS5 and PS4 August 24th, twenty. 21 final fantasy 7 remake intergrade will arrive on ps5 on june 10th 2021 the ps5 version will be a free upgrade for those who own the ps4 version and there will also be a new story episode players can purchase that will feature yuffie whoever that is is this part two of the final fantasy 7 remake i don't know i don't understand this shit anymore all right Wraith. Fucking. Never. I. You know what? That. That's a lie. I never understood it. I know there's numbers, <laughs> and they usually go in order, and it's not as bad as Kingdom Hearts, but it's getting worse. Yes. Yes. You're welcome for the understanding lesson. 
Uh, I think this is the last Sony story. I mean, you say that, but... I don't know. I mean, it's I'll not... make sure to get one in somewhere. Okay. Uh, number six, the release of Gran Turismo 7 has been pushed back to 2022, as reported by GQ. What's up with GQ recently? Listen, man, Sony and GQ have a thing. Apparently. Uh, the delay is due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, surprise, surprise, which has impacted the development schedule. I, I don't think anyone's surprised by that. As far as the excuse. And right. I guess Grant... It's Grant Turismo. I don't remember, but I feel like they are always getting delayed. I, I feel that same way, but I'm also just sad. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Game looked pretty. I was ready. Ready to race around those tracks to get slammed in the corners by Matt. This is Grant Turismo, so it doesn't... You know, you can't... Can't get away with that stuff as easily. The keyword is the end of that sentence. As easily. I also can't recover from it as easily. Uh, uh, there's only one way to find out. Wait till next year. <laughs> Number seven. Bioware has given up on Anthem. Number eight. <laughs> In a blog post, executive producer Christian Daly said that the studio has halted development on Anthem and a proposed refresh of the game called Anthem Next. While development work on Anthem has stopped, Daly said the game's live services will continue to run. According to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, the small team that was working on Anthem's redesign will now be working on the sequel to Dragon Age. I don't want to say we had it first, but everybody and their brother could see the writing on that wall over a year ago. I feel like, um, I mean, maybe it would have been too harsh. But I almost feel like they would have, they should have given an end of life for the live services as well. Just been like, we're not doing Anthem next, and oh, like Anthem, Anthem shutting down and, yeah. like at this at this time, like at December of next year, December of this year, yeah, or whatever. Would make sense. Like, why keep it running if you're not fixing it? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's clearly half baked. Yeah, we might get that in June. True. Good news, everyone. <laughs> Anthem servers are going away. Speaking of Dragon Age, video game publisher Electronic Arts has made a major pivot on the next game in the popular Dragon Age series, allowing the developers to remove all planned multiplayer components from the game. According to people familiar with the project. Single player only. No multiplayer. What has the world come to? Good things? This was the thing I was alluding to uh, after the first story, was that EA is doing some weird things. Yeah, EA is trying to make everything be a game as a service. They're like... And now they're slowly backing off somewhat yeah um, kind of i think they're slowly becoming happy with the idea of how much money they make in fifa and madden yeah maybe they're like, thinking like let's let the sports be the services like you guys and apex can make some money let's potentially not try to ruin everything i didn't 
I didn't put a news story in here, but there is an interview with IGN where one of the EAVPs um, who heads the studios or whatever was like, we're going to start taking a more hands-off approach and letting the studios have more control. Who would have fucking thought that was a good idea? Idiots. Whack. Crazy. Crazy times we live in. Number nine. Electronic Arts has reportedly canceled the project codenamed Gaia that had been in development for the past six years at its Motive studio. (laughs) Motive. Motive and getting games canceled. Name a better relationship. (laughs) According to Bloomberg, the cancellation of the new IP is due to a resource shift after the company reviewed projects currently in development. Sources close to the matter told Bloomberg that Gaia's development until now had been turbulent and that the title had been through at least one major reboot. Work on the project reportedly started around the time Jade Raymond joined EA in 2015 to head up Motive, which had just been created. Ongoing issues at Motive, including the merge with Bioware Montreal in 2017, led to cultural clashes and the departure of lead game directors. Bloomberg said, which in turn led to Gaia being rebooted in 2018. According to Bloomberg, EA's Motive Studio will not be affected by the project's cancellation because they're fucking used to it. I feel like that was thrown in there. Because uh, the article was interesting. It read, and then the very last line was basically like that. It was like something along the lines of like, EA Motive will not be affected by this game cancellation. And that was specifically thrown in there to be like, don't worry, they're not closing the studio. Yeah. Uh, Almost a la... uh, So this is also how we're breaking the news to the developers. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Do you remember Gaia at all? I we saw it one time. Did we? My my reaction as well. I had to look it up. When did we see it? Because we I, saw it June 2020. Last year? You remember when they showed Dragon Age for the first time? That super cut of yeah, yeah, games? Yeah, yeah. It was in there. Oh, was it the one thing that none of us could pin down? Yep. It was the thing where it was like it was like it looked like a sandbox game almost. Like where oh, okay. it was like completely not even a game. It was like an yes. engine essentially. Yeah, I do okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Six years. Uh Dewey, if you're listening, and I hope you are, but every time I hear Gaia, there's only one thing I think of, and that is Gaia the Fierce Knight. To you, your card. Fucking weebs. But Dewey's the only one that's going to get that reference if he hears this. I summon Gaia, the fierce knight. Uh, I just it, dude. Yu-Gi-Oh! First season is so good. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Like of all the things, that is is what you gravitate towards. It's the only thing I can know with the name Gaia in it. Or do you just mean like the joke of Yu-Gi-Oh? The joke of Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, it's only because season one and kind of season two, there's like the very original part of the TV show. You're like, okay, this is all basically how the cards are played. Mm-hmm. But then the game, like the card game started changing to get absolutely 
ridiculous and I was like, I have no idea what's happening anymore and I don't follow it. So I always will reference the original stuff. I can't currently now. No, I couldn't tell you anything about how to play the game. All I know is that it's glorious. You've activated my trap card. I trust in the heart of the cards. This is my grandfather's deck. All the jokes that come with it. The meme. best part in the guild, there are two people that also will make the jokes of like, well, you didn't believe in the heart of the cards. And I'm like, there's no fucking way I have other people that are weaving out with Yukio in here right now. This is great. Jesus. Great. Now there's other people throwing gas on the fire. It's your move, Kaiba. <laughs> Number 10. <laughs> Star Wars Republic Commando, the mid-2000s cult classic tactical first-person shooter. <laughs> Tactical, Tactical, right? I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was an open field and you just ran around. Uh, It's getting a new life on modern consoles with an HD remaster uh, releasing April 6th for PS4 and Switch. $15. Are you in? I'm in. Maybe. No, I'm in. I'm in. All right. I don't really have a, a relationship with that one, so... Um, I actually never played it, so might as well do it now. There you go. <laughs> Cult classic tactical first-person shooter. That's, yeah, I can't imagine that being tactical. See, this is what I was. I, I watched this and I got irritated because um, they did it backwards. Battlefront, you're talking or? The Star Wars they, games in general, they did it backwards. The fact that Galaxy doesn't exist. <laughs> they should have remastered the original games first and then released new IP Star Wars games. But they released new IP Star Wars games that were mediocre at best. Fallen Order is probably the best that we got, which is of good. the new run? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. And now they're going through and remastering all the games. Right. When Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Where's my Empire at War 4K HD? It's coming. Tactical game. It's coming. I hope it is. Lucas, please. Empire at War and then uh, Kodor. I think we're going to get a Kodor remaster. Put Galaxies back online, you pussies. (laughs) Yeah. Grow some balls. (laughs) Give us Galaxies back. I know you already have one successful MMO, but let's make a really ancient one that's way too complicated. Pre-combat update, original galaxies with all 85 different professions and complete fucking chaos. <laughs> I want, I want to be able to dress up as a... I want to be a Twi'lek just dancing in a cantina, and that is what I do for the game. I'm surprised, so knowing what No Pixel is, right? And I was mm-hmm. having watched No Pixel. I'm surprised there's not Star Wars No Pixel, which is just becomes that. Mm-hmm. There are people that RP strippers in No Pixel. That is the, that is their job. They go into the game. They're Those dancing the, stage. They're probably doing that because there's no more Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> you know what? That's probably true. There was somebody on Twitter because there's a couple uh, people that play No No Pixel that I follow on Twitter that are just doing random things on there. But I can't remember if it was somebody like that they follow also, so I got recommended the tweet, or if it was they liked the tweet or whatever it was that popped up. But somebody was uh, making new songs and like mixing and stuff, so they're like, so that way the strippers have something better to dance to. <laughs> it's not DMCA. I was like, that's too funny. 
This is great. What a what have what games a, what a become? World, what a world we live in. <laughs> no pixel man is insane. Number eleven, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl will be remade for Nintendo Switch. The oh, this is the, just the Pokemon thing from today, broken up into two stories. Gotcha. All right, so Pokemon Diamond and Pearl will be remade for the Nintendo Switch. The Pokemon Company announced the news during a special Pokemon Presents broadcast. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will launch in late 2021. Pokemon home developer Ilka is working on both games. I am not... Did you know uh, Ilka stands for I Love Computer Art? Oh, okay. All right. You started with I love it. I was like, oh, yeah, please, please. I don't know. <laughs> Did not know that. I don't. I have no reason to know that. But I, just I didn't know they developed Pokemon Home. So, learning all sorts of things. Learning uh, about Ilka. Learning about dry drowning. I'll give. I'll give my opinion after the next story because it's it's similar problems I have with both. Uh, number 12, the Pokemon Company revealed something fans have been waiting a long time for. Do you know what that is, Nate? Um, World l- Peace. Uh, full Pokemon AR game. That would be pretty dope. An open world Pokemon adventure. <sighs> uh, the next major entry in the franchise will be called Pokemon Legends Arceus. Ar- Arceus. Arceus, that's how you say that. <sighs> the developers describe it as a quote pre-make. Do you know what that means? Is that like supposed to be a prequel? Yes. Okay. Uh, which offers quote a new challenge in a new frontier for the Pokemon world. End quote. The story takes place in the Sinnoh 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 nailed it Sinnoh region at a period that appears to be long before other Pokemon games and will include a number of iconic monsters like Piplup. With your choice of starters being uh, Rolet, Oshawott, and Cyndaquil. Oh my god. I'm on fire today. It's expected. Baseball and Pokemon, new podcast. It's like loving. What's the loving. Sex stuff? No, no, no. I don't know. Loving. Eat, love, pray. Baseball, sex. (laughs) Baseball, Pokemon, and games. Now you got no, my mind on sex. Don't no sex minim- for you. Don't make me minimize this screen, Matt. Don't make uh, me do it. You know what's behind me. Frightening things. Um, where was I? That makes no sense to anybody <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> Pokemon Legends Arceus is expected to launch worldwide on the Switch in early 2022. So my problem with both these games. I know. You know what? Let's, pra- like- let's praise it first. I like the idea of an open world Pokemon game. Everybody's been clamoring it since we saw what Breath of the Wild was. And everybody's like, do that with Pokemon. That would be great. Makes sense. They kind of toyed with the idea a little bit in Sword and Shield with that open area. But it's not the same. Uh, So I I like the idea. I like the concept. I get where they're coming from. I still so badly want a true AR. I open up my phone and I'm just walking around and there's Pokemon running around the whole thing. But that's that's my once again. I know where AR can take us, but we're not going there. Yeah. That being said, on this specific one, like the like the idea, both of them 
don't look good. They don't. The the Diamond and Pearl remake are getting a touch similar to the Link's Awakening touch. You remember that? It's almost it's excusable for those, I feel. A little bit, but you remember the Link's Awakening touch. Yeah. That was all nice and like cartoonized and whatever. And that looks beautiful. This doesn't. That this should not accept anything below that quality. Mm-hmm. It needs to be because now, once again, they've gone. Look what we can do with a really good stylized thing. And Pokemon went, okay, we'll copy it, but not make it look the same. Except they, <laughs> then, except they failed the test. <laughs> uh. Then the shot, and it's early because we're not going to get this. The Arceus Legends of Wonder. Uh, the, the Pokemon Legends Arceus is still very early in its development, but it was unbelievably jarring to see how graphically not okay that was. The grass texture is what killed The me. grass textures were terrible. That flying cycle, <laughs> it was like, it's just juddering the entire time. That presentation looked like it was running at 10 frames, and there are clear shots where they're walking past trees that are blurry. I am so worried for part of the problem with Sword and Shield was that it was horribly textured, I think, and that was uh, there were a lot of graphical issues where they didn't they like took 3DS graphics and were like, let's put them on the Switch and make it work. They need to fully embrace and give a powerful artistic style to this to not make it look like shit, but unfortunately I think they're going to make it look like shit. The other like rumor or hope is that they are developing it for the Switch Pro that has been rumored forever and that they would launch like day and date at the same time as a Switch Pro and that this, the Pro would fix a lot of the problems, but they would release it on the Pro and not the Pro. So you'd be once again still developing for the least common denominator, so it wouldn't really matter. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Do you know how, like, like, how do the game engines work with these games? Do they, do they use it, all use the same game engine, do you know? I think so, because they're all pretty much the same. It just seems, it's all basically the same company. Doing yeah, the same it just seems really jarring at times, like the difference, like how one game could be. Look at Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. I never thought they looked bad. I was just kind of like I wasn't sure about the like the mechanics of the let's go style and some other things that they were doing. Those games were great and they were stylized and looked very good. Mm-hmm. And then we took a step back with Sword and Shield and seeing these we took two steps back. And I'm just what what are we doing? You started out good but people were happy because it wasn't a new generation. Then you step back graphically with a new generation and now you're just stepping back further. So I don't know where yeah. where the disconnect is in their discussions. Yeah, it does it is strange. It's very strange. The it might be two the first two Pokemon games I don't buy. Like since I've been actively like seeking out buying Pokemon games when I wasn't a kid and having to like scrounge by for Pokemon games. Yeah. Scrounge by. I'm not pulling things out of the salvage dumpster. That's not what I mean, but you know what I mean. Since I've had my money, I've been you know, buying a Pokemon game when it comes out because I love Pokemon. But then I saw these two, and so far I'm like, no, nah, I don't care. I also don't give a shit about the Sinnoh region. I don't have any relationship to that region or those those remakes. I my games already got remade, but not remade on a Switch. But I'll just deal with it. When did the Switch come out? Seventeen. Do you think the Pro is real? Like, do you think we'll see a Pro? Because because we saw light, there's a th- you know, there was seeing a, a switch light implies the idea of seeing a switch max or a switch dark, whatever you want to say to my normal lines that I would use there. The um, who was it? I think it was during like a like big Navi and little Navi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> um, which which turned out to just be Navi. So yeah, switch and switch light. One of the some Nintendo guy, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was from, but uh. Nintendo essentially said that Switch is mid mid life cycle right now. Yeah, so here here's the kick there. I'm sorry, hairs on my microphone, <laughs> and it's just bugging me because now I can see them. Don't we need to get a, a lint roller for our, our mic uh, foam. Honestly, in theory, I should just be throwing these out and buying new ones, but we've coronavirus enough on them, probably. <laughs> the uh throw out the microphones not the microphones just the sm7v's here we come the hell yeah anybody want to loan us a thousand dollars buy two blue arms and sm7b's and the road podcast mixer oh yeah the road uh roadcaster yeah maybe that's what it was a roadcaster it was either the roadcaster or the road procaster no pro they have a procaster we're way off topic <laughs> 
Um, anyway, so about that thousand to two thousand dollars. Now we're kind of running it up a little bit. The thing with Nintendo is they love to have ninety thousand SKUs. So there's a chance we do see a pro, but I think they're getting their rocks off on the SKUs with the Switch recolors currently. And doing like the, ooh, there's the Legend of Zelda one, there's the Pokemon one, there's the Animal Crossing one, there's the whatever one. I think they genuinely planned on having a pro, but the sales haven't slowed down. I think it, it, I think that's helped. I'm also very curious if they were like, we can do a pro, and then as things kind of kept going and kept going and kept going, they're like, we can make another console and combine what we've learned and yada yada to make this actually work. I'm almost I almost prefer because a that. Pro, a pro would have to be bigger in size. Yeah. I almost prefer that. A, a totally new console that's just updated and better. Yeah. I I mm, this is going to be controversial, but no one's going to argue with me about it. So, I almost can see them doing what the PSP tried to do where you buy, but instead of buying two things to buy the PSP and the PS3, you just buy the one thing. So you don't buy the, whatever the, the next Nintendo will call it. Uh, Sunshine. So you buy the Nintendo Sunshine. Oh, God, I hate my own code names. So you're going to buy that. And that is going to come with a, let's call it the socket. Ooh, all right. Sounds good. I can use that. I can use that in my marketing. So the Nintendo socket. And what's going to happen is you're going to buy that, but that is going to have two components to it. It's going to have the console, which is the high-powered, in quotes, high-powered for Nintendo, part of it that is the station. Then it's going to have a running at the same time, if you so want it to be or whatever. So it's keeping things in sync, handheld to go with it. But when you take the handheld, it they still talk to each other, but it's basically just it tra- uh, transferring over save files. So like the concept of, do uh, you remember the uh, GPU docking station things for laptops? Yeah, they still exist. Razer Core is one and some mm-hmm. other ones. It's that, and it's what people thought the Switch would potentially originally do with putting actual hardware in that dock yeah, and making that run things. And that's where I'm getting is that that dock will actually become something and the Switch will be... You'll go, basically It'll go be to, a socket? You'll basically go to a Switch Lite as your main like version of the Switch. Yeah, which... And then you'd have the Switch Lite and the your dock thing, but you'd buy them both at the same time which I think was part of the problem for the PSP, the way that that used to do it, where you could transfer your save file over and keep going, mm-hmm. was that you had to buy two things. I think Nintendo would smartly try to package it all as one thing and yeah. do it that way. Yeah. That would make sense, but it's Nintendo, so I'm sure we'll get some... Uh, so it'll be nunchucks that you tie to your feet. <laughs> it's going to be some whack-ass thing. you have thing. to power it by getting in a, a human-sized hamster wheel. Uh... <laughs> Number 13, Paradox Interactive has confirmed that Hard Suit Labs will be replaced as the developer of the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 game. 
The decision to switch developers will have a ripple effect on the game's expected release date. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 will launch will no longer launch in 2021, and Paradox has taken the decision to halt pre-orders until a new release window can be defined. Which reeks of this is getting canceled. I appreciate their willingness to say, ah. Let's just stop selling anything right now because we're not convinced. <laughs> yeah. If and or when this will exist. Just like one exact that's like, no, get it off the shelves. <laughs> Did you see that dude dancing? Remember the fucking dude? <laughs> the... <sighs> Stiff hands. Oh, my document. It's stiff. Never mind. I was going to say it's stiff everything, but that mm-hmm. sounds bad. It's stiff hands, stiff legs. He very much, the Vampire of the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 was 100% at that Square Enix party in Boston and saw Matt dance and then went, that's it. He's in the game. Listen, and that entertained a lot of people. You did. You entertained a ton of people. And it was followed up immediately by Sexy Deadpool. Yeah, I know. Like it just you two just you were. I great. started dancing and just sex just start sex it and sexiness oozed. just started oozing towards me. It was a glory. <laughs> you were a great opening act for Sexy Deadpool. Someone's got to do it. It's a rough then job. Strip tease somebody, so you know you didn't harass anybody else. That's true. You managed to somehow knock not knock over my beer, which is you know more than I can ask. Like a, a dancing ninja. You looked like a dancing ninja. <laughs> I'm throwing, sure. throwing fucking what are they called? The ninja stars. Oh, shurikens. <laughs> Think about that it. That would have changed the entire game if you had just started whipping out shurikens. Because I would have been so confused. Where the fuck did he get those? Uh, what booth did you go to? <laughs> Fourteen. There's another game in development. Hell, Dying Light Two. According to a report, no. <laughs> according to a report from the website The Gamer, Techland <laughs> is bleeding talent. Listen, I hate our old podcast name, but what a f- what a site name! It must be doing something right, I guess. That, that you were so confident in your own site name that you said The Gamer. There's no other ones like me. I am the Gamer. Techland is bleeding talent due to poor management, bad feedback, and lack of direction. Here's some fun quotes from the report's sources. Quote, the fish rots from the head. That is, there is nothing, this is like philosophical. Yeah. Or it's a mix of like the eagle has landed. The fish rots from the head. Quote, there's the general consensus in Techland that marketing is not doing much and seems incompetent. End quote. Listen, I agree at least with the first half. Doing much, haven't heard about you since you announced it. Yep. Incompetent might be part of it. Quote, whenever an expert starts advising things that are not aligned with the board's agenda, they slowly get isolated from the project and responsibilities. That leads them to them leaving or eventually getting fired. To make a career at Techland, you have to be subservient, end quote. Ah, one of thems. Um, the last one's a little harsh. It's got some slurs in there, so just to forewarn you. Oh, <laughs> it does. 
Uh, the feedback an artist received from his work was Pedaliski. I don't know if that's how I pronounced it right, which translates to, quote, too faggot-like, end quote. I, it might be Podolsky. It might be Podolsky. I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that a language? Is that Polish? It might be. Is that I don't know. I don't know. Say because it sends in ski that it's Polish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's usually a good guess. There was a there was a lot of quotes that, that were there. There those are four quotes. There's plenty where where it came from that are terrible. Yep. Actually, hold on. Sorry. Three of those quotes are terrible. One of them is amazing. And the one that's amazing, <laughs> the fish rots from that <laughs> because that has nothing to do with anything. Some of them were like that. Like, though. I know what they mean because they're just saying that the CEOs are killing the rest of everything. But it's like, <laughs> hey, I need can I, can I get like a quote? And, you're, and the guy's like, oh, how do I complain about this without like complaining about it? Uh, the fish rots from the head. You're like, what does that mean? You're like, I've I have spoken. <laughs> This is the way. Yeah. It's a, it's a mix of the both of them just being like, I have spoken. This is the way. Uh, it. I always just go back to this, but you, you ever watched the World of Warcraft South Park episode? Had to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they have the meeting and they're trying to figure out how they kill the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, how do you kill that which has no life? <laughs> it's like, the fish. Rots from the head. Did you watch the new episode? I saw a trailer, like a commercial for it. Uh, I haven't watched any of the new season. It's like... Uh, I think I'm caught up. It's a QAnon episode, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm assuming Cartman goes full, either joins it or is trying to kill them. One of the two. Because his character is always either so far into it that he is now the villain of that, or he just agrees that they're so stupid that they have to go against them. But also South Park has taken to, as we've talked about before on this show, South Park has taken to writing story arcs. So it's always like, here's this mini story, but there's going to be an overarching giant problem this season. And I love it. I thought it was going to be a big deal because the the commercial for it was like, they ma- they were clearly making making it a thing. It should be good then. Number fifteen, Epic Games will not be able to continue with its antitrust lawsuit against Apple in the UK. The competition appeal tri- tribunal has ruled that the UK is not the appropriate forum for such a case. Instead, leaving the case to be handled in the US, where both companies are based. Respect to the UK for going, not not, not my problem. (laughs) Not my problem. Although, they are letting Apple go ahead with its Google case in the UK. For for now. Yep. So somebody else goes, but wait. When when Google literally just goes, or whoever doesn't want to deal with it, goes, "Uh, precedence? We're also both in the US? And they're like, fair play. Uh, On the same topic, and an update from a story last week, according to the California judge overseeing Apple's attempts to drag Valve into an ongoing beef with Epic Games... They just have beef. Companies have beef now. They're beefing. Uh, Apple has, quote, 
salted the earth with subpoenas. So don't worry. <laughs> it's not just you. End quote. The judge said that. I love the judges in these case, in the antitrust stuff. They're so over it. They really are. Uh, regardless, uh, Thomas Hickson went on to issue a discovery order that requires Valve to produce certain Steam information demanded by Apple. So yeah, Apple won that battle. Uh, was not expecting that at all, by the way. Oh, it's just going to get worse. Someone, like, I saw someone explain it, and I was like, okay, that actually that makes sense. Um, And it is, like, 100% antitrust, like, uh, because they take a lot of these courts and judges and stuff take antitrust and monopolies so seriously that, like, if you give them even like half valid information on like, Hey, this is going to explain this whole market. Yeah. They're like, let's fucking see it. <laughs> I like the idea that you say that they say, let's see it. And you bring back the information and they go, this is useless. <laughs> Which what's great about these people is they might, <laughs> he might just say that they might just say that uh, it's the old, um, it's a mix of uh, the two different memes. The Spongebob holding up the piece. Like, wow, this is useless. And then also the... Uh, oh, man. The... What is that show with... God damn it, Bobby. King of the Hill. When he's holding up the sign outside the window. And he's like, if those boys could read, that would really offend them. <laughs> it's the same thing. Number 17, CD Projekt Red has announced that the patch 1.2 for Cyberpunk 2077 will be pushed back. According to Bloomberg, the reason was specifically that, quote, most of something when Nate's tablet went dark, (laughs) most of its employees, end quote, have not been able to access their workstations since the ransomware attack. I believe it was two weeks so far. I believe it was, don't worry, we have already started restoring from backups. Also, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. It's like, yeah, you did. On, like, your servers and stuff. But I'm betting they affected more things. I don't have a knife up here. Do you have a knife? I do. (laughs) That was the best throw of my life right there. (laughs) Uh, 18. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forget you have this really, really light knife. Yeah. It's probably dirty. Um, A little bit. Tape? Yeah. Yeah. HP announced that it is acquiring... Seen, seen that before. <laughs> it is acquiring HyperX from the gaming peripheral... Prefer- fucking God damn it. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you made it to 18. <laughs> Uh, why did I put this in here? Peripheral? Kingston Technology Conference. Do you remember them? Kingston? Yeah. Sean Kingston? Still kicking. <laughs> Anyways, under the terms of the deal, HP will pay $425 million for the brand, including... Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up? Sorry, did you just like skip part of that? Not really. I mean, because you randomly just said Kingston, which 
Yeah, they're, they're the parent company that owned HyperX before Kingston okay, so Technology. So HP bought company. HyperX from Kingston. Gotcha. Yeah. Under the terms of the deal, HP will pay $425 million for the brand, including HyperX's various lines of headsets, keyboards, mice, microphones, and so on. However, the agreement leaves out some aspects of HyperX's business, including DRAM, solid-state drives, and other memory and storage products. Um, I feel like that's a, a reasonably good get. Because I think hyper, uh, I think their headsets are pretty. Their headsets are pretty used, pretty big. Yeah, it was interesting. I wouldn't have thought they were four hundred twenty-five million, but then again, I don't really pay. I haven't paid attention to the peripheral market in a while. Yeah, and now everybody's in the peripheral market. Corsair has nineteen thousand partnerships with other companies, Elgato and yada yada, and then Logitech got same thing, partnered up again with a bunch of people, and it's like, what? And then people are like, oh, I just don't use headsets anymore from like, you know, because now people are going to Astro or Sennheiser or uh, Plantronics or Bose or JBL or Sony or too many to count. Yeah. <clears throat> Still haven't found a new headset for myself, though. I don't even think you should, you should just get headphones. I wouldn't even bother. What? Yeah. You you keep saying headset. Oh, sorry. I mean phones. Okay. Still haven't found ones that I was like that I was happy with. Mostly price wise, I'm not about to drop the 350 on the Sony's. Oh yeah, because you want a wireless. That's right. I prefer. I would prefer wireless, even if they had the option to be wired. But they don't have to have the option to be wired. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird. It's. I have a very once again call me crazy but i have a weird and very specific request for what i'm looking for i get it i've gone through how many how many headsets because i i end up rolling over the the ones that are corded i roll over the cord and and wreck them yeah like luckily i've been fine so far because obviously this cord for this one is not that long Mm -hmm. but it still is not it's comfortable if i'm wearing a hat it's not comfortable Otherwise, it is comfortable, but then it's still just not its not wireless, so I can't just get up and walk away and keep my headset on. It's uh, headphones, not headset, headphones. Mm-hmm. But all there's multiple levels of things that go with that. It's just... Yeah, it's a thing. And, you know, it's almost impossible to try on yeah. headphones. Really, your only option is to, like, buy on Amazon and then return them when you don't like them or if you don't like them. Yeah. Number 19, Destiny 2's next expansion, The Witch Queen, has been delayed from 2021 to early 2022. Nate is not surprised. I feel like Bungie is, like, really dropping the ball recently. Uh, Listen, we are busy building a giant campus, okay? Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm them. (laughs) We're, We're busy making moves. Games can wait. International office, got time. We make games? Is that a thing? Made. Made games. <laughs> now we have one game where we bury it to the ground. Though at some point we're supposed to get that new IP. It's an office. It's an international <laughs> office. Uh, sad but true. Oh, do we not have that on here? Do we not talk about that? I might have missed something. Um, no, it's just me saying sad but true title of a Metallica song. Oh, and the... also, I don't know if you saw. You should, no I... way you missed it. 
but Metallica's they concert like- at BlizzCon, Twitch played like music over, so they didn't get DMCA on their own thing. How does that even work? Because DMCA is out of control. Out of control. And what's great about that is like, Metall- oh, that's kind of their fault. Well, oh, it's one hundred percent their fault. They're the ones that push so hard against it. Also, it's just really funny because if you go back to the Funhouse jokes from back in the day when they played Metallica Rock Band, Lars would have sued their ass. He would have sued their ass into time. Mm-hmm. It's a whole reference nobody's going to get, but... I was unplugging my phone. Aggressively? What did that phone ever do to you? Or you're throwing the cable. That's the cable. What did the cable ever do to you? Uh, it touched me in the no-no spot. Whoa. Just look at your background on your desktop. And a lot of no-no spots. <laughs> Make you feel better. Oh, I wish they, I wish it was real. <laughs> I wish it was real. Never mind. Never mind. Not going to continue that thought. That's not legal. I think it would be legal. <laughs> we good for testing that boundary? <laughs> Awkward silence. Speaking <laughs> of legal things, still keep getting uh, ads in places for like gummies and stuff. Hmm. Couple of influencers I know that have been sponsored by gummies, and there's uh, one that you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, their most recent thing is entirely legal. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a little curious about it. By curious, yeah, by curious, by b u y curious. No, I was talking about the other by curious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right here, Matt. Listen, we got to do that 100 top 100 list yeah but if we're doing that top 100 list i 100 percent want your want your wife at it just because i want a female's perspective when we say something outrageous and they don't agree with it <laughs> uh, like the double top 100 and one of us takes like old man johnson or something at 35 and they're like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i said in their prime i said in their prime uh, you're up by the way nah am i yeah we should be on 20 I don't know what's going on anymore. Tencent has invested in another game developer. This time around, it's Payload, it's Payload Studios, a British developer who makes TerraTech, which I've never heard of. Tencent making moves. Number 21, a little Amazon news for you. Amazon's head of Fire TV, Kindle, and its new Luna cloud gaming service departed the, plat- or departed the company this month. Mark Witten has joined Unity as an executive on the company's Unity Create business. Moving around. Moving on up to the side. Also, Luna is now available to try for free in the U.S. on select Fire TV devices without an invitation. Invitation, not inventation. You know what? You said that. And I was like, my brain literally was just chugging because it was like, that doesn't, that, that's like, it didn't, didn't sound right. And then it you, didn't sound right, but I was like, it, but I wasn't sure why. Yep. 
Oh my god! You just you literally just fucking like fried my brain. <laughs> Got him. What <laughs> story? I don't even know why. I just I just like just went stupid there. Um, twenty two. <laughs> Class action lawsuit watch. Again. We got we got two more for you. Uh, Bethesda is facing one for Fallout 4 DLC, specifically charges of deceit for not including the Creation Club in the season pass. Apparently, it could potentially hold up Microsoft's takeover of Zenimax. Love that that's still not final. Everyone's like probably just trying to get their fingers in on it. Uh, the second class action uh, targets Google, Bungie, and id Software over advertised quality and resolution of games on the Stadia service. Little false advertisement. Little Project Stadia. Also, not surprised at all. Yeah. Because they ran around screaming 4K streaming quality when we said from the beginning, ain't gonna happen. Have we have we mentioned the other class action, the uh, joy joy joystick drift oh, that Sony's. all the consoles are going through? Basically, yeah, I didn't see it for Microsoft, but I did, I did see the one for Sony getting taken to court yeah. for drift, which is kind of well, funny. Like once 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 Nintendo got the drift one and lost it, it was like, well, which I think Microsoft has one as well now, Ooh. which makes sense because guess what. They all oh, use the same fucking uh, the, mechanism. Yeah. Well, you'll have that. Which is also funny that they potentially that the three of them don't then go sue the supplier, the or, supplier whatever. or whatever, the mechanism maker. The well, candlestick maker. I don't know if they have. <laughs> I don't know if the supplier is the same, but it's all the same like design. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's all money. It's all like it's you know it's a cheap fucking. It's all about the money, money, money. That's true. Gonna make the world say something about the price tag. Anyway, <laughs> it's been seven days, and I'm assuming you've been up to nothing. But what have you been up to? Wow, shots fired. Uh, it's the beginning of the year, and that is tradition at this point on this podcast. You know what? I don't appreciate you, you know, just completely reading me like a book like that. Um, Listen, I've heard that before, too. <laughs> From a female? Yep. Oof. Gotcha. Uh, Why do you know everything I'm going to say? Because y'all are basic. Y'all the same. Ooh. There's a reason I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I oh shit. You're right. I mean, I I have been like. Thank you, honey. Appreciate to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Did I play World of Warships? I might have. It doesn't really matter. It's you know, it's it's a game. Um, started watching Chernobyl. With uh, the old significant other. She didn't watch it the first time? No. Oh, that was just me and you? Yep. Uh, Hell yeah. I got to keep a show with Matt for a bit. Yeah, right? She's, uh, I think we're, I think we're going public this weekend, so I guess I could say it. She, not that anyone listens to this, but she's. Are you you sure about that? Do you want to double check that? (laughs) 
she's she's prego so you know what better to do than watch a tv show where immediately a woman loses a child <laughs> yeah from radiation due to poisoning. radiation poisoning so know. i was like yeah let's watch chernobyl and then also the husband yep so that's been going well that's um, right just constantly whenever now something comes up you can say eh, not great not terrible yeah not great not terrible 2.6 <laughs> um i also started watching they gave so what's the number they had i subscribed i'm trying out hbo max nice that means you can start watching south park Yep. Watch her on the wife because she'll kill you. It's not, she might like it. I don't know. She's weird. Um, I've I. It's a very acquired taste. Yeah. As much as I think it's probably one of, if not the best, animation show. What was I saying? HBO Max. There's a lot of shit on that. There is. There's a ton of stuff. All the Godzilla movies, dude. All of them. Godzilla drinking night. Uh, to what we were I almost do sent for... you a Snapchat of the screen pulled up because like I had HBO Max pulled up on my TV and there's enough Godzilla movies to where I had filled up my whole TV with like tiles. So we do a Godzilla drinking night, what we were going to do for Ip Man night. But with it's... Godzilla? Yeah, but with Godzilla. We come up with Godzilla shot takes. There's more than I thought there was. Like of the old school Japanese ones. Yeah, like so many. Goes through a building clear uppercut you see the human's feet in the puppet suit that'd be a good one um amount of times laser beam gets used <laughs> or just like amount of times like one monster physically picks up the other monster and yeah yeah, yeah. It. an actual german <laughs> suplex happens uh, a third monster shows up that wasn't in the title <laughs> so HBO Max, so I've been watching King, Chernobyl. King of the Monsters is going to kill us. <laughs> and I watched a few episodes of Warrior, which is a Cinemax TV show, I believe, that is based on a story that Bruce Lee pitched to a ton of networks that no one would pick up. Oh, okay. Um, so it's basically that, that story that he wrote made into a tv show um it's it's interesting i it gets like it's got really good reviews it's got like a like an 80 percent on rotten tomato this this is gonna sound terrible but is it like karate kid no what's the it's like dark like what's the yeah but i'm I'm talking like when i say karate kid i guess i'm thinking like every other like it man fights too where it's like the storyline is all one man, mentor, man now on mission, has to fight way through mission. So, it basically follows the rough archetype of all of Bruce Lee's movies. Okay. Which is that, but without the mentor part. Man on okay. mission. Man on mission has to fight through mission. Yeah. Uh, except tur- throw turns in out everyone a... in the world knows Kung Fu. Yes. Well, it's like, it's, it's San Francisco... Um, during the late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. So a lot of uh, Chinese immigration. Yep. Um, and heavy dash of sex, which kind of he- threw me. Heavy and dash are like jumbo shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm going for. Okay. <laughs> um, but. An it makes. Tea. I didn't th- think that they would 
throw that in there. I don't know why, but because it's Cinemax. Having read about, like, having read his biography and knowing about this story treatment or whatever they had, like, it makes sense. So it's also Cinemax. True, but he did. He did have like and this, HBO. He did have like a weird sex thing going on in that story or whatever. So it's interesting. I don't know if I'm gonna stick with it. We still have to do our drinking night for fighting movies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What else? That's it, though. I think that's it. Um, when is the wife not going to hate us? Tell you what. We do we do the draft. And then we start the drinking night for fighting movies right after it. She'll, be just, she'll just be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I can't. I fucking can't with any of you right now. Like I don't know what you're talking about. This is amazing. <laughs> and I'm just scarfing down another piece of pizza, just fist pumping in the air, <laughs> watching somebody's face get two thumbs pushed through their eyes, <laughs> or the old ear chop. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's it for me. Where are you at? A lot of World of Warcraft. Full World of Warcraft and some guys' grocery games. Okay, yeah. Guys, grocery games. Because Discovery Plus Food Network, baby. I'm uh, enjoying your your uh, World of Warcraft obsession. Like your rating obsession is. I'm like, it's kind of bad. Is it though? No. <laughs> it's it's not because it's not like an obsession where it's um like I've gone on some random groups like after raid because mm-hmm. I'm like oh we're so close I'm just gonna go see if I can grab a random group because I feel like we're close I feel like yeah. I can do this and I go get in a random group and then I realize the random group isn't even anywhere near as close as I've been with my group and I'm like Todd I don't have time for this son of a bitch yeah uh, I I am appreciating it because I miss the feeling of like when we were doing like destiny raids and stuff like that yeah i mean so like i i get the allure and i'm like yes do it yeah the, <laughs> like, the destiny raids i mean like it, it's different spe- obviously it's, well, but yeah but it's specifically that first destiny raid yeah where you're always I, chasing the dragon i That's was what it is you know, it's always chasing it but the problem is you never catch the dragon that is the problem um but yes, that I, it was the first time we got to do it. We did get to do it, and GTA Heist also gave us that yep. that same same fix. feeling. And GTA, our GTA crew and our Destiny crew were pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny obviously had more people just because the crew size was six instead of four. But it was I, I mean, we've talked about it ad, ad nauseum on this podcast. But yes, that first like all right, all right, let's all go home. We're gonna try to do the raid tonight like two days after it had come out or wherever when we could all finally sit down and we were trying it and I'm like pseudo raid leading and trying to do everything and Dewey is just fucking with us. <laughs> and then Tyler shot shoots it off knowing I'm gonna blame Dewey immediately. And our accomplishments of, of getting that raid down I don't remember if it was that night or the next night, but we we a hundred percent completed it and we we're like, hell yeah. Awesome everybody getting through and like getting through the like the annoyance of it i guess or like even the annoyance somewhat of like each other because mm-hmm. when we hit the archon archivon art mm. archon no no when we hit giant glass boys fight vault of vault of glass say, was the it was vault of glass was the name of the raid 
Um, but when we get to him, and it was the first, it was the the way the rate originally was. It was splitting us three and three, and we had decided who the three were and who the three were. Yeah. So I'm still trying to help you guys inside by just looking at like what people are saying you're supposed to see. Yeah. And I'm entirely outside of it doing things and going like, I don't know where the fuck it is. Just shoot it. <laughs> but then it, you guys had worked it all out and gotten everything taken care of. And you're like, you had it down to a science. And then once we all kind of figured out what we needed to do and yeah, got it down. I remember I we it was so long before I even saw the other side of that. Oh, because you stayed out the first time, didn't you? Every time, essentially. Yeah, you were out because it was me, me, Dewey, and Ryan maybe went in. Or me, yeah. Dewey, and Tyler. Yeah, because yeah. Ryan was always outside with me, I think. Yeah, so I think it was me, Dewey, and Tyler had always gone in. And then when I was like, at some point, I, I somehow got put in there like much later on. And well, I was like, what? They the changed fuck? they changed how the raid happened, and yeah. they made it choose you randomly. Yeah, because before you used to be able to pick and choose how yeah, you based would get on in. distance. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. But then it started just going well, all right, randomly. So then we had to relearn and like reteach yeah. how to do it. Because like yeah. I knew everything because I had looked at all the documents, mm-hmm. so I knew what you guys were roughly seeing. Literally had never seen it before, and I got thrown. And I was like, what? Like what? Yeah. So it was like six more polls before it was like, okay, so if you go in, this is what we need to look at. Then we go to do the next poll, and Matt doesn't get chosen, <laughs> and so it was just a whole thing and something else. Good times. But yeah, it was, so it was that level of accomplishment for the one time when like when we had it when we had it down and everybody knew everything. And I'll I'll never forget the we had that. Then I hopped on to I think it was you guys had fin- just finished the raid, maybe. Or somebody somebody had to leave. Somebody was in a raid group already and had to leave. I think it was Tyler's group and they had to somebody had to like back out right at the end. Mm-hmm. So I hopped in and helped them kill the final boss and then somebody left and I think Jason got on. And we're like, "All right, we'll just run through it real quick again." And we were done with it in 32 minutes. Yeah. Because it was just everybody knew what they needed to do except for like I just yelling at Jason like, "Stand here, do this, do this, do this. Perfect. Okay, cool. Moving on. Whole yeah. thing just haul ass." And that was when we could still cheese Templar by throwing the fire grenades and knocking him off. Mhm. <laughs> It's a fun time. Good times. Good times. So what's the end game with you guys' rating, though? Is it is it just to try to get Mythic down? We're not going to kill Mythic. Okay. It's to get AOTC, which is called Ahead of the Curve, which is killing Heroic before the next raid comes out. That's right. Okay. And how are you doing? We've gotten it down to 10%. You've gotten the final? The final boss. Down to 10%. Down to 10% and then died. How much longer do you have? Probably a couple months. Oh, so you'll be you'll be fine. I I think so. So hesitant. Yes. I have faith. Love my group, but I know what I'm working with. Whew. Shots fired. No, it'll be one of those things. You know how it is though. Like there'll be one of those nights where it just clicks. That well that's the thing, is there's potentially that one moment where everything lines up perfectly and we either kill it or we get to like 0.5% and either something goes wrong or we we succeed. Yeah. But then getting that to replicate will be the harder part. Yeah. Like okay. It always it does always week two where we're kind of messing around because we've already all done it, so we're just going in with alts now and like mm-hmm. doing it all again. And it's like 
going in with alts for some people is going to be relearning the entire fight because they're yeah. going to see it either from ranged or melee or a healer or a tank or you know the different roles you could potentially be i've watched the fight all the fights ad nauseum i know everything i need to be doing at any given point no matter what role i'm at but it's i'm not thir- i'm not the 20 people in the raid yeah yeah and we're a, we are a casual semi casual guild Mm-hmm. And we're as far as we are, it that pretty good. Yeah, like we're not hardcore or even like a normal raid guild. We only raid two nights a week. The third raid night, which hasn't happened in multiple weeks, is usually just meant for like an alt raid, where we go in on the normal difficulty and just go in there with characters that we have that aren't as geared as our normal ones and just murder it around and get some gear and move on. But we haven't done that in like three weeks, so. It's been fun. Well, you know, you look at the bright side. You're playing more video games than I am. It also doesn't take me much. <laughs> he can't just, he can't just take it. He's got to no, like. No, because that can be your line for the next 52 <laughs> weeks. I mean, there'll be a week or two. Where, like, I'm in a game and I'm, like, putting in, like, fucking true. 80 hours a week or something They're stupid. There is, that is, there is that one chance that there something hooks you and it's over. Yeah. Also, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't say uh, Xbox Game Pass. Also, <laughs> it... <laughs> but I'm, I missed it for, like, three weeks. Uh, also, it's not a podcast if I don't shout out John Boy. Or the team at John Boy Media. Yes. They are good. They are a good group. We enjoy all their content. I've specifically yelled about talking baseball and talking Yanks before. But I need to bring attention to another show called Jake and John or John Boy and Jake Radio. Yes. JJR. JJR, great show. Now, Matt and I have done similar things on our shows, and other shows do similar things, where you rank things. We've ranked cereals. We've ranked candy. We've ranked fast food. I think we've ranked some other things as well. But other times you do drafts. And uh, I think there was a... I think it's a thing from one of the Barstool shows. They do random drafts sometimes. They'll just draft random things. The most recent one that... Uh, John Boy and Jake did is they drafted states. They broke out the map into five regions southwest, southeast, midwest, west, northeast. And then they said they you needed to have you needed to draft one in each region. And they did a snake draft. It was three of them drafting, so one, two, three, three, two, one. And they did their whole draft. Matt and I, not to be because we didn't agree. We didn't agree with the draft. Their we draft was a bit of a shit show. Their draft but was... I get it. Their their draft has contention. That being said, Matt and I, while doing dinner, were like, you know what? I was like, I just wanted, I want to do this draft because I'm super curious because I feel like you and I are are entirely different priority, priorities in a draft of the states than they were. And we broke it out. We said same five regions. But you have to draft two, because there's only two of us. So you have to draft two from each region. So ten states each. 
and I think we did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. If you ever get bored and you want you like doing random drafts of things, there's just many things to do. But shout out to uh, JJR, John Boy and Jake Radio for giving us the idea to draft the states for boredom while cooking because I took the TV out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy. Less, uh, less yeah. screens. So I put it behind me in the office. Well, it's off. doesn't count. Next to my other two screens and my other screen over there and the one that's above that. <laughs> it's going to look like that fucking room in the Matrix where it's all just like the whole wall's screens. Yeah, you can just call me Tank. I think that was his name. Yeah, the... Uh, the operator. Operator, yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. Shout out to John Boy. Shout out to Xbox Game Pass and uh, shout out to Gamers 2. Can you shout out yourself? You know what? There's shout no out. rules. <laughs> There's no rule. Put your shirt back on. There's one rule. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that commercial, but it was a great commercial. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye. 